Shomrabyog. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back on this, of all days, Colloping Monday to the podcast. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast. And I am joined by the man who, despite the fact that today is his national day, is in a bit of a grump. It's Benjamin. I'm a very grumpy boy. What's, what's wrong with you, Ben? Tell the listeners. Oh, it's been a whole week since I've gotten to do this. <gasps> the music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything. Very good, very amusing. Benjamin. Yes. It was a very big week for nerds. Nerds everywhere. Nerds everywhere. Specifically nerds in New York. Uh, uh, so not nerds everywhere. Not nerds everywhere. Oh, Some okay. nerds. I've been misled. Not your type of nerds, Ben, because you don't really care for toys and action figures. I, I don't care for nerds in general, Michael. <laughs> Once again, just prime listeners. Pissing on the listenership. Just go straight on the listenership. Um, See those listeners' cornflakes over there, Ben? Go piss straight in them. Go piss in them and they stop listening. <laughs> Benjamin, yes. despite your sardonic attitude, it was go New on. York Toy Fair. Was it now? It was. Wow. It's like Christmas. Did you go? I didn't, Ben. I was here. I was here with you. It's like oh. Christmas for toys. Or as it's also known, Christmas. <laughs> it's just <laughs> good to say. I've, like, done. Oh. I've outwitted mm. you. Anyway, Benjamin, <laughs> it was a pretty big week for toy news. The only thing that uh, that that concerns us, really of news that was announced is that has Ben remember when you were but a young fellow when I was but a wee lad a wee little snap of a lad a wee little snap of a lad a wee tiny little colopy yeah I don't remember very well but yeah Benjamin you would often probably say to yourself I wish I had all my toys and my Ghostbusters could team up with my He-Mans and they could team up with my Transformers and they can all fight crime together yeah I've probably thought that a few times see yeah Hasbro Ben through their deal with Disney great lads Great grand bunch of lads most of the time. Sometimes bad blokes with bad practices. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Because my microphone's on mute. <laughs> Did you turn? Okay, don't very good. Don't know, don't know how that happened. Just the wanted to make sure it didn't happen again. Are you sure you're on now? Y- yeah, because you can see my waves. See my waves? Oh, look at them. Look at my waves. See my waves, see my waves, see my waves. Wee. Anyway, Hasbro, sometimes a pack of, a pack of Some, tool bags. Sometimes not the best in business practices, Ben, but they're becoming the Disney of toys. Okay. Due to their deal, probably, with Disney. Also known as Christmas. No, yeah. no, I got it wrong. Sorry. Disney is the Disney of entertainment, and Hasbro is ah. the Disney of toys. And they've kind of teamed up. As you know, Ben, most of the figures in this tiny room... Stacks. Many of them are Hasbro. Probably about 80% of them are Hasbro figures. That's a heap of Hasbro, bro. It's a lot of Hasbro. Not that's not as clever as you think because the has it was two brothers called Has Brothers oh. and they changed so you know has been Hasbro exactly Roger. exactly exactly but Ben Hasbro this weekend announced that in the style of Marvel Legends in the style in the style of Marvel Legends your six in highly articulated figure with face printing technology Danny Rand there giving me there's the high Danny five Rand from giving a you, yeah he's doing the Iron Fist no um, give me a high five. In the style of your Marvel Legends, in the style of your Star Wars Black series. What is Star Wars Black series? Star Wars Black series are the same scale of toys as the Marvel ones, but they're also Star Wars and six-inch figures. Michael, I'll notice that you don't have many of the Star Wars I don't Wars have Black many, Ben. Figures. No great Star Wars figure fan am I. No, you aren't. There's a Jin Erso up there because my favourite is Rogue One. Rogue One is V-Good. It's my favourite. Mm. But, Ben, in the, same, in the same style of that, yes. they've announced a few... Announced, announced. They've announced, announced a few new loons this week. 
This is welcome back to the Dutch podcast. Welcome back to the Dutch podcast in the um, smallest room. <laughs> for a smallish, smallish room, but still for comfortable small. because we've learned to build in smaller spaces. Yeah, and we're using the IKEA, which is not from the Netherlands, but don't worry, we still accept. We it. still have IKEAs. The Swedish are, you know, similar to us in many respects. Anyway. <laughs> They've announced, Ben, a whole new line, uh, several new lines. They've done the Ghostbusters Plasma series. Plasma? Which are Ghostbusters figures, Ben, highly articulated with face printing to match in with your Marvel Legends figures and your uh, your Star Wars figures. Well, that's bloody great Isn't news. Isn't that great news, Ben? They've also announced G.I. Joe six-inch figures. Bloody was a plasma pun. I'm uh, sad that you didn't pick uh, up on that. Oh, blood plasma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see what you've done. Um, they've also been announced, and this is the real surprise. This was the biggest surprise on, give, announcement. Give me an Here's what they've done, Ben. What they done? They're retroactively. Uh oh. Move your mic a bit closer to your mouth there. Uh-oh. They've retroactively announced that they're releasing X Men movie action figures. Fuck off. A Hugh Jackman. You can't do that. Yeah, a Hugh Jackman. Get a Hugh Jackman from X Men One. A Mystique from X Men One. Get your mitts off my X-Men a cha- movies. A Charles Xavier and a Magneto. And they come with a Michael Fassbender head. Fashti! And an Ian McKellen head. That's an unusual... That's great, That's a isn't nightmare it? I had once, I think. Exactly. A Professor X head. I suppose you'll be purchasing Ian. them. I don't know. I don't like those movies that much. They're not great. <laughs> They've also announced, Ben, Deadpool figures. From the Deadpool movies. It's hardly shocking, is it? But... No, it, well, it is and it isn't. It's it's a bit shocking that they're doing it retroactively. Yes, that is strange. But movie Deadpool and movie Princess What's-Her-Face, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yes. And movie Domino. Yes. And movie someone else. I, I, I like can't movie remember Domino. Who. I like the whole uh, old movie Cable. Yeah, okay. So now you can have a Josh Brolin Cable standing beside a Josh Brolin Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, son of Eros. Who'd win in an arm wrestle? Probably Thanos. Probably Thanos. Yeah. 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 Isn't that big news? So you're gonna you're gonna gonna break the bank? Gonna, I, don't, I don't know. Gonna then. splurge? I'm, I splurge every day. You do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all the news. Um, oh, there's a Transformers. Yeah, series. I thought you'd be excited about this, Michael. I skipped up the steps towards your homestead where we have the tiny room. Where mm-hmm. We keep the tiny room. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna tell Michael all about the Transformers prequel to War on Cybertron or Cybertron War or something like that. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Michael all about it. Michael's gonna be super excited. And you looked me dead in the eye and said, "Fuck you for telling me that," and you slapped me. Ah, uh, that's not what um, happened. It's the gist of what happened. I had to call the guards, and it was a whole thing. And this is the last podcast. It's the gist of what happened, Ben, but it's not what actually happened. No, it's not actually happening. You just weren't excited at all, Michael. Ben, they haven't made a really high quality Transformers cartoon series. Some people would say since Beast Wars. And it doesn't look like that's going to change, Michael. If you'd seen the trailer, I saw. <laughs> Some people would say since Transformers Animated. Some people would say, Ben, ever. That's a strong statement. Yeah. That's but a strong statement. The comics, I think, have always been better in terms of storytelling than the cartoon series because... Because comics are better for long-term storytelling. I don't know why. I don't know why. But, I mean, the Transformers concept is inherently ridiculous, Ben. It's talking cars. It's talking exactly. Why would they turn into cars in the first place? That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. It's a very human concept on an alien planet. Don't go and do a thing and try and justify it. The original Japanese concept made sense when they were Diaclone. That they were... What's a Diaclone? Diaclone is the toy line that 
the Hasbro, has those guys again, the old Hasbro. Hasbros. The Hasbrothers. They went to Japan and said, these are interesting, aren't they? Let's bring them to America, but let's make them sentient. They weren't sentient. They were piloted mechs. Well, that makes and a lot more sense in a Japanese does, doesn't sense, it? It does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? It does. And they were like cars, so they were, could be in disguise. And then they turn into a mech. Big was a bloody feck-off mech. Yeah, or a lady. Probably your or one. Big bloody lady mech. What's your name? Your one's name from... from Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no? Your enthusiasm is really seeping out of you today, Ben. <laughs> Megan Fox. Anyway, Ben, that's all the news. It, it, oh, uh, speaking of bad anime adaptations and things, uh, oh. Castlevania is getting its third season. Is it? On Netflix. I thought season one was quite good. Season one was quite good. Season two was very strange, but quite good. And now season three is on its way. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. It just keeps going from strength to strength, really. Have you watched any of the trailers for Westworld season three? I have, actually. Very interesting. Yes, it's it's outside of Westworld. Outside of Westworld. Bloody Jesse, World World. Jesse, yes, that's what it should be called. <laughs> Welcome to World World. <laughs> That's the best gag you've done so far. Let's <laughs> cheer you, one let's cheers you up a little bit energy. too. Welcome to World World. Um, yeah, it looks like um, Jesse Pinkerman is in it. Yeah, he's stupidly bloody. He's he's Pinkmaning the whole thing. And Tessa Thompson is out to get. Yeah, Tessa Thompson's out. No, she, Tessa Thompson. Looks no, like she's it's on bloody the uh, Maeve. It's uh, bloody bloody. She has a fun name to say. What's the name? Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton. Yeah. She's she's bloody she's bloody been hired by a bloody shadowy corporation to hunt mm. down bloody what's what's the name of the main character Evan Rachel Wood <laughs> Evan Rachel Wood whatever in, her character's in, name is Dolores World 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it look it looks interesting actually big big open scale world uh, way in the future way more in the future than we expected did Michael. you think I thought slightly less in the future than I thought oh okay that's yeah. interesting because it could be that could be fifteen years from now. Michael, I, I, when I was watching the trailer, mm-hmm. one of the things that I really thought yes, ben, was right. both those ladies are in cat suits. Michael is splurging everywhere as we oh, speak. Oh, Jesus. Are they? I didn't know. There's two, there's two ladies in, in cat suits. Oh, and the best, the best part is, Michael, mm-hmm. they've got big bloody swords. So oh. nervous and sexy. Nervous and sexy. <laughs> yeah, nervous and sexy. <laughs> Why is it nervous? That's what they call us. I'm nervous, you're sexy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. I did get nervous nice. Nervous and sexy. I like my beard trim. It's very nicely trimmed. i got a beard trim. He, uh, Michael yes. is looking svelte to fuck. Thanks, Ben. I went to today. a barber. And he saw a dog. I saw a dog in the barber shop. In the barber shop. Now, he didn't do the haircut. I wish he did, though. It was a real shame. That'd be very entertaining. A real crying shame. But Michael looks very good. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. You look I'm, a bit tired. I'm knackered. To be I frank. look terrible. Benjamin. Uh, yes. Speaking of tired old tropes. That's me. <laughs> this week's episode we're talking about cults what a bunch of cults what a pack of cults um, yeah look this this has been inspired by by friend of the podcast Polka Dot Sundays Polka um, Dot Sundays Polka Dot Sundays um, we, we were sitting Michael in another place not at all involved in this place at all no a, um, a larger room a larger room not of a tiny variety at all at all no a larger room um, and, and for some reason the conversation turned to to bloody <laughs> <laughs> remember when you said earlier world world <laughs> one, of your, good. one of your best jokes uh, you one quite of, enjoyed that one yeah it was very good it hurts that that's where I peak um, but world yeah, world in a general sense um, we got talking about Smallville of and all things and it still makes sense because of the WW yeah no it's still there there. Yeah, yeah, it's, great. It's pretty interwoven. Good. Yeah. Um, in in a in a very strange sense, Michael, we've only wasted eleven minutes so far, Michael. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got talking about Smallville for yeah. all of the reasons, and I found out 
Michael, <laughs> much to my surprise, mm-hmm. that uh, one of one of the ladies mm-hmm. from Smallville is now in, in the prison. Yes, Alison Mack, who played Chloe. Alison Mack, go on, tell us a little bit about why she's in the prison. I don't remember this story fully, Ben, because I don't like following true crime in real life, but something like she became involved in a very strange sex cult led by a man who can I, I can only assume was Or Kelly. Was it Or Kelly? Yes, it was Or Kelly. It was Or Kelly. It was definitely okay. that. So she she became involved in a really weird sex cult, and she used her fame of being Chloe from Smallville to lure naive young women into the sex cult. Yeah. Whereupon they became the sex cult leader's property and were branded. Yes. I think on their genitalia. On their genitalia by Chloe from Smallville. <laughs> Which again is a weird sentence to say out loud. It is very odd. Yeah, she joined. She joined the cult of Nixivm. Nixivm. Yeah. Now it's N X I V M, which I assumed was numerals. It doesn't seem isn't to it? Be isn't it numerals? Much of an explanation for it. Sixty nine. It spells. Anyway, anyway. Go on. It is a self-described American multi-level marketing company based near Albany, New York, that offers personal and professional development seminars on how to brand your own genitals. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. That's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> not yeah. as good as when you said world, world, but pretty good. Uh, it's alleged to have been a recruiting platform for a secret society mm-hmm. um, in which women were branded and forced into sexual slavery. Yeah. So a classic cult. Just a um, bunch of cults. And the guy in charge of that was a guy called uh, Keith... Renier or uh. Ranier or Ranier um, and one of the things that really should have been a red flag Michael yeah, was, was the that genital thing. was the genital branding yeah. but not only that it turns out that his ge- his brand yeah his genitals yeah. was actually his initials in a funny old funky kind of way oh was it um, yeah so Alison Mack was bloody chief groomer Allegedly, um, alleged, al- allegedly, she's no, being held for sentencing. Is she being held for sentencing? She's being held for sentencing. Does that mean she has been tried and convicted? Uh, oh, God, if she's been tried now, I won't have a Ben's retractions. No, if she, sir. If she Ben has been tried and convicted, then we don't have to say allegedly. So this is very. Well, do important. we not? Okay, no. well, this is important because she has been found guilty in a court of law, so it is as, as close to a fact as you can get in legal matters. Uh, well, the leader of the cult yeah. is to be sentenced on April 16th of this year. Okay, so he's been tried and convicted. Keith's been tried and convicted. And now we just need to find... What happened with to find out Mack. a bit more about Alison Mack. Return of the Mac. Oh, no, yeah. she's not coming Return back. Return of the Mac. She's, she's in not jail. coming back. <laughs> uh, the not Return of the Mac. Oh, okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. She was indicted in April 2018. It oh. was for sex trafficking. Yeah. Uh, Alison pleaded guilty in April 2000, but still has no date for sentencing. Okay, she pleaded guilty. She pleaded guilty. And we don't have to say allegedly. We don't have to say allegedly. She's Bloody a sex trafficker. Sex trafficker. <laughs> the turn of the trap. It's lucky, it's lucky it wasn't Kristen Kruk who played Lana Lang. Oh, then I was a huge fan of Kristen You Kruk. probably would have joined the sex cult. That would have broken. She could have. She can still brand my genitalia. Oh, Jesus, ago. Ben. That's brand away, uncouth. Kirsten. Brand away. Kirsten or Kristen? Brand Kirsten. away, Kay. Kirsten, I think. I, I don't mind. She can do whatever she wants. Anyway, Ben. I'll call her what she likes. No, just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ben is very tired and very grumpy and you can't see, but he's taken an unusually casual seating position for Ben. Tired. He's usually all pent up and freaked no. out. But now he's like one elbow up in the back of the chair, one <laughs> arm forward, like... My body aches and pains, yeah. Michael, and I have to sit in particular ways to stop it from yeah. aching and pain. You look like you want a whiskey. 
I kind of do. Yeah. Talk me? about cults, Ben. Can you give me some whiskey? I have whiskey downstairs. We'll have some when you finish the podcast. I'm a bloody cult personality. Way uh, cults, Michael, are are currently what the United States engages in as a form of political government. Oh, um, hell. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, this is what you get for making fun of my bloody elbow up in the back of the chair. Uh, no, cults, Michael, are yeah. when a group of people form under a single ideology and usually engage in a kind of no-thinky way of doing things, often called brainwashing. Yeah. Usually the person at the head of the cult is someone very charismatic. Um, so you, Michael, could Hello. probably start a cult. I think I might, Ben. Um, yes, uh, it's called Tiny Room, and <laughs> I'm definitely not part of a cult, and you shouldn't send help. He has not branded me with his initials. Yeah. He has branded me with the initials of Sean Rebuild. This yes, big SB. On my arse one S um, on one of your asses and one <laughs> B on your other of your asses. Um, yeah. So, generally speaking, uh, they're 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 an, how do I put this? The, Bad blokes. They're a society ill. Um, yeah. They're they're a thing that crop up from time to time. Um, and at the moment, Michael, pop culture and podcasting more than mm. pop culture itself is obsessed with cults. Everything's a, about cults. Everything's about cults. It's a mm. cult of cults. Um, and we've decided, Michael, because we're such original thinkers and free thinkers, free to thinkers. do an episode on cults. Mm. <laughs> um, no, but we were rather inspired by the conversation with Dot Sundays, um, and we've decided to take a look at some of the more famous examples of cults in, uh, in, uh, in pop- pop- popular culture. Popular culture. Mm. Ben, popular culture. I don't want to go all Joe Rogan podcast on you here, but in my experience in the, the world of martial arts, mm. I encountered a lot of cultish behaviour. Cobra Kai. There's a lot of... Like, Cobra Kai is a very good example, actually. <laughs> Cobra Kai is a very cultish thing. <laughs> they've got the charismatic leader. What's his name? Mr... I can't remember. I can't remember his name. But they've got him. Sensei. And, yeah. And then they've got all the weird kind of devoted students. Yeah, little frat boys. Yeah. Cobra Kai is a good example of a kind of cult in martial arts. Mm. Is it common? Very much so. Oh. Very, very, very much so. Oh. I think um, martial arts is often one of the easiest ways to lure people into group thinking and I suppose it's obedience isn't it that's yeah. discipline and obedience a lot of dis- there's a lot of discipline and obedience in the martial arts yeah. and also there's a lot of cult of personality and this man could kill a man with his little finger oh but he can't have you ever heard of George Dillman I think you know I haven't he's a on. he's a karate guy and he's a pretty big overweight heavy guy and he has millions of followers. And followers is he one of these YouTube guys. He's he's kind of pre-YouTube in a lot of ways, but he'll knock you out with his chi allegedly. Oh, one of these. Yeah. Oh. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of magical thinking and cultish behavior in the martial arts. I think it tends also to the martial arts might, and I might get in trouble for this, but it might tend to attract people who are already primed for that sort of thinking. They're looking for a way of thinking, perhaps. Yeah, like they're looking for a way of them becoming some sort of all-powerful, mystical warrior. That's how you got me on this podcast. I told you you could be an all-powerful, mystical warrior. Yeah. And then you sat down onto the branding chair. Yep. Very hot. Couple of couple of smoking cheeks. Anyway, we're talking about pop culture. Yeah, so anyway, um, I think that's it's probably fairly common in what you're doing. But, but generally, Michael... Hello. They've become rather, they're a rather huge thing. There are some famous examples in the real world. Mm. We have the bloody Jonestown gang. No, but no good. Uh, we have Heaven's Gate. No good. Big fans of Adidas. No. Um, you know, th- there have been multiple examples of this. And it's when, do you not know what that I is? I don't get that joke. Sorry, uh, they all died in Adidas tracksuits. Did they? Yes, it was part wow. of the thing. 
Okay. Adidas shoes and tracksuits. I didn't know it was. Adi- I knew it was tracksuits, but I didn't know it was um, specifically Adidas. Yes, they have a whole thing. Not for Adidas. great for Adidas. Not great for them. <laughs> Quite a bit of money spent in yeah. the opposite direction. I could have a brand's retraction to that, but I'm almost certain it's Adidas. Yeah, great. I'm, I'm willing to say that I'm. I will retract that should it be needed. Not Nine wassies, since you're so keen on that, you just let me know. Not great for them. Great for Puma. Great for them. Yeah. Made a killing that year. Yeah. But dum boom. Not as much of a killing as Adidas. I'm sorry. Sorry, that was a bit dark. Remember the joke you did earlier about world world? That's <laughs> good. That's more than what we're going for here. That's you're more my, the level. You're, you're my world world. Now, let's stop waffling and talk about some of the cults in pop culture. Oh, sorry, we're going straight to pop culture. Okay, I'm not No, no, are you, do you want to keep waffling? I'm just, generally speaking, what we need yeah. as a characteristic for this, Michael, and what we can classify as a cult is a bunch of people who follow a charismatic leader, as you mm-hmm. so eloquently put it yourself, and a group uh, of people who are, who, are, who are... I think that was you. ...willing to willing to kind of give in mm-hmm. and just accept this as a new way of thinking. Yeah. Maybe we're obsessed with that in a modern context because a lot of people are kind of looking for a new belief system. Mm. Cults are probably rampant and we don't realize it. It doesn't necessarily have to be an organized cult. That's often what it is in pop culture where it's like a old society or ancient society or a group of Illuminati. But in a modern sense, anyone can fall victim to cultish behavior. Mm-hmm as you so eloquently pointed out in the martial arts. Michael, there are some classic examples from pop culture. Go on. Ones that we've probably all at least seen referenced, if not necessarily seen in their entirety. Yeah. There's a classic of Rosemary's Baby. That's one that pops up quite a lot. Go on. It's a bloody satanic cult, Michael. One of the best types of cults. Yes. A A good old satanic cult. A satany sex cult. The one... Is it a sex cult in Rosemary's Baby? Shout out to Relentlessly Rachel, who's a big fan of sex cults. Do they want... Do they want to... What do they want the baby for? For satanic purposes. Go on. <laughs> Have you seen Rosemary's Baby? Stuff. I told you I hadn't seen Rosemary's okay, Baby before we started okay. this podcast. Um, yeah, you can't be an old satanic cult. No, they're classics. A lot of the a lot of the background murders and a lot of the ghosts and spooky goings on in one of our favourite series, There's a Ghost in My Bedroom. That's what I say to my friends. No, what's the series called? There's a Ghost in My Bedroom. Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. If you keep following that on... <laughs> Eventually, that turns out to be the work of a group of a satanic cult. Yeah, it's usually a bunch of bad lads. Uh, just, well, just it's ladies around. in this case, I think. It's oh, witches. it's ladies. It's witches, yeah. I love an old witch. It's a bunch of ladies. It's a bunch of witch. witch. I, I suppose coven might be a better word than cult. Oh no, coven. Mm. Coven cult. I really, I just wanted to say there's a ghost in my bedroom. <laughs> there's a ghost in my bedroom. It sounds like something that there should be like a Ghostbusters style theme tune to. There's a ghost in my bedroom and it's freaking me out. Whoa. You know that you did that. Ghost in my bedroom. You know you did that exact joke the last time I said that. <laughs> yeah, do you not remember that? That is pretty weird. That's pretty cultish behavior, Ben. You're really on edge here. Anyway, look. Yeah, good old satanic cult. More satanic cults, Ben. Hit us up with some more satanic cults. Then there's the, the, the classic creepy village cult. Oh, I love a creepy village cult. Now, it's been parodied several times, Michael, most notably mm-hmm. in Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is very good. Um, creepy but it's village. the Wicker Man. The Wicker Man is probably the big inspiration for that one, where we do things differently around here. Mm-hmm. And they do do things a little bit differently around here. Um, the original Christopher... It's Reeve, isn't it? No. Lee. Christopher Reeve is Superman. Christopher Lee uh, is the man I'm talking about. That's the original where a police officer has to come to the Owl Island and try and figure out a bloody nasty case of missing things. What's going on? Uh, yeah, what's going on? And then it was remade with Nicolas Cage, but the only remnant of that in pop culture history is the bees. He gets put into the a bees. Thing. He gets put into a thing of bees. Oh, God, not the bees. Yeah, so that's another one of those. And then the one that's probably scarred itself into millions of minds everywhere is the Children of the Corn. The Children of the Corn, though, Ben, 
Go on. Riddle me this when you're talking about the children of the corn. Is the children of the corn about a cult? It's not really, is it? How do you mean? Children of the corn is... is, Riddle me this, Ben. Is this the plot of Children of the Corn? Go on. Because I might be thinking about the wrong film. Go on. All of the women in the village fall asleep and mysteriously wake up pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then however many months later, all of these blonde-haired babies are born on the same day. Mm-hmm. Is that the is that the plot of Village of the Damned? You're, it's Village of the Damned. It's not. Is that Village of the yeah, Damned? It's Village of the Damned, as far as I know. Children of the Corn is the one where there's a satanic influence corrupting all the children who are already born in the village, and they're slowly becoming scythe wheeling maniacs. Can the children can the children of the corn can they read your mind? No, the leader can. Am I doing the wrong film? Oh, hang on. Let's, are, are let's, you, let's find who's this con- out. Who's let's, confused? One here, of us is doing me. the wrong film. What's the one where? They plan to blow up all the children, Maybe and the woman has dynamite. That sounds more. And like they tell mind. her, and they tell her, just think of a brick wall, and then either the children of the corn or the village of the damned. No, no. Go on, children of the corn. Yeah, <clears throat> has Linda Hamilton in it first of all. Does it? I think the 1984 remake does. Okay. Uh, oh, no, it is the 1984 film. Sorry. Uh, children of the Corn is the one where two lovers tumble across a small American town where local children have killed the adult population in a bizarre ritual. Oh. Yeah. Do they all have blonde hair? They have. Sati- no. That's the one with the little kids and the creepy hats. Look. What's the one with the... Oh, Children of the Corn. That's the one. What's the one I'm thinking of? You're thinking of Village of the Damned. Is it Village of the Damned? Oh, hang on, let me check it out. Is that the one where the kids are all tele- telepathic? Uh, telepathic blonde kids. I'm going to type into Google, see what happens. You type it in there. And then they go like, we got to mind control and they can mind control the adults. That sounds interesting. We've got to mind control, we've got to mind control the adults. Yeah. See, yeah, it's, it's bloody... Adults. It's bloody... Theme. Village of the Damned, 1955. Ah, uh, I was thinking of the wrong film. See what you did? I don't think I've ever seen Children of the Corn. Probably haven't. It's a weird film. Terribly and acted. It's a Stephen is, King at Tatskin. Who is the leader of the cult in this Children it's of the, the Corn? the little boy with the hat, and I can't remember his he's name. He's the leader of the, of the y- children. Yes, he's the one who's primarily influenced by the satanic force. <laughs> oh. Yes, and they've killed all the adults in a bloody ritual. Rituals are a big part of cults, Michael. Yeah. Bloody get them to do a nefarious ritual. Mm. Bloody, bloody get a scythe, kill your parents. Ugh. Do it. Um, but we can see that around the table. Like, I mean, that concept of ritual is kind of what reinforces the ideological thinking. You have to follow the rules. You have to do the ritual. Mm. It's a whole bloody thing, Michael. Um, so I suppose we've kind of gone through, those are three of the, the old school kind of cults that we see. As we go along, there have been others, Michael. My own personal early experience with cults was bloody Indiana Jones 2, Temple of Doom. Very good. A prequel. Uh, bloody, yeah. Yeah. It's bloody Kali Ma. Kali Ma freaked the crap out of me. And that guy pulls his own heart out and it's on fire. Ugh. Does he pull his own heart out? Uh, oh, he does at one point, yeah. It's does really he? weird. Yeah. Children, or yeah, to be fair now, wasn't there a thing with Temple of Doom that they kind of decided after they'd made it, we made that too scary. Oh, absolutely. I think I think you can see that correction big time in The Last Crusade. Which is essentially Raiders of the Lost Ark again. Again. But with Sean Connery. But with Sean Connery, which makes it infinitely better. Well, unless you're his wife. Did he sleep with somebody on the set of... No, he just likes slapping his wife, remember? Oh, yeah, he's a wife slapper. He's a wife slapper. Or was. He's retired now. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if he's retired from acting or wife slapping. Whichever one it was. Still, though, not an ideal bloke. Welcome to the last podcast in more ways than one. Sean, Connery, <laughs> Sean Connery's not going to sue us. Go on, tell us about the cult of Kalima. Uh, that was just a, well, 
Look, there's a little bit of orientalism going on here, Michael. It's a little bit of a, a little bit of an insensitive subject on that one, Michael. All right, well, go on. Here's this up. Uh, it's not, they're not your opinions. They don't. Okay, so the cult of, of Kalmar is a, is an undefined pagan religion, right? And it's an Indian goddess of death. Yeah, Kali. But it's in a jungle, and it's not necessarily India. India short round is there, and it's. <laughs> It's messy, <laughs> Michael. Look, you're going to get in trouble one way or the other. It, it crosses a couple of different cultures. The, the Indian priest doesn't necessarily dress as an Indian priest might. He no, seems to borrow things from different... A bit Native American in some ways. Native American in some ways. Yeah. Look, it's sensitive, okay? It's not, it's not the best depiction. Underground, there's lava. Isn't there lava? Yeah. They're not that far underground, but there's lava. <laughs> there's lava. There's pulling out a man's heart with a spoon. Kalima. Does he use a spoon or his bare hand? No, he uses his bare hand. Does he? He can you can just put your hand into his chest and pull it out. Yeah, what a bad bloke. He was a real bad bloke. That was mentally harrowing for me. Yeah. I mean I mean this is a famous thing that they they did go too dark on the second Indiana Jones. They uh, definitely did. You shouldn't be reaching into people's chests and pulling out hearts. Generally considered the least good of the three. It's super awkward when you do it after you've had a few drinks in the Lewis. <laughs> it's just like, oh no, Michael, put it back. Put it back, okay. And then you go, okay, fine. You have that mischievous look in your eyes and I can't help. I'm like, oh, you scamp, put it back. And you have to run back and stick the heart back in the chest. Um, but we seem to be going through, Michael. We seem to be going through in the last kind of five years. A bit of a cult revival in the old horror films. Go cult on. are making a comeback. The comeback of the cult. Yeah. Return of the cults. Oh, yeah. Alison Mack. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose because cults are such pop culture currency at the minute that maybe cults are just being woven into different things. Um I've done a, a couple of different things here, Michael, uh, as we go along. I suppose one of the big things that brought cults about was H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, the old classic chanting in the dark. Uh, we love an old chant in the dark. We love an old circle. We love an old summoning an old god, an elder god. People in a hood. Bloody hood. <laughs> Bloody. Ooh. Ooh, that's a different kind of cult. <laughs> Uh, that's a different kind of that's cult. cult. That's more it? of a clan. That's a clan. It's more of a clan. But didn't didn't Lovecraft's cults often have big pointy hats of various sorts? I think they might have. Didn't they? On occasion. I think they did. I think he liked yeah. a big pointy hat. I think you a don't big think he liked to wear a big pointy I hat, do you? He wouldn't be surprised. He wasn't a big fan of foreigners. No. Um, yeah, but he liked oh. a big pointy hat. Oh. H.P. Lovecraft, you bad man. <laughs> um, but in general, I suppose the robes and... Um, the chanting, the chanting, midnight the rituals. ancient ritual would be a very Lovecraftian kind of concept, and it's been spun off millions of times, Michael, millions of times as we go along, and it's no different in a in a modern context, I suppose. One of the ones that I watched before we do this, Michael, was The Void from 2016. Tell us about The Void. The Void is about a small town yeah. in that America. Yeah. And unfortunately, the town has been chosen as the site for a ritual sacrifice and an mm. opening of a nexus to another world. A world filled with big bloody black pyramids as far as the eye can see. Classic and otherworldly cosmic horrors that might creep on through and eat you. Um, and it's it's harrowing stuff, Michael. It's it's actually very good. Mm. Um, a lot of practical effects, which I'm sure you'll be delighted I by. I like the sound of that. You love an out practical effect yourself, Michael. Um, and it's about a young man who kind of stumbles across this and he tries to save his wife in a hospital. And the hospital is kind of ground zero for this cult thing. And the hospital slowly starts to kind of leave reality behind. So sometimes oh. he comes into the hospital and it's fine. And other times he comes into the hospital and oh, things are a little put off. And other times he comes into the hospital and somebody's transformed into a giant beating mass of organs that's Eating people. How very, um, how very, first of all, how very 
Silent Hill. Yes, very. But also, Ben, now that you mention it, I think I've actually seen this. Okay. It's a bit. It's a motley crew of characters, yeah. isn't it? There's a, a sheriff who's on All his... All the character actors get a go. Is a sheriff on his last day. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, He's too old for this he's shit. He's too old for the sheriff who's too old for this shit. There's a visiting lady doctor or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that you have film. Seen actually. That film. <laughs> I have seen it. Yeah. I, did there's we see a, it together? There's a no, we definitely didn't okay. see it together. You I as you know, Michael, I, I squeal like a little girl. Not that there's anything wrong with squealing like a little girl. Not that's that's what you're into. There's no kink shaming here. Yeah. There's no kink shaming here. Um but I squeal like a little girl and we watch are you saying kink shaming or Kim shaming? No Kim shaming. Who's Kim? Kim? You, you <laughs> screaming little bitch. Um, there's no Kim. I don't. I don't know who Kim is. You, this is. You, you're. You're. Look. Look. Listeners, I've had a long day. Get back to the void, Ben. I'm, Get back to I the void. I am currently staring into the void, and the void is staring back. I did enjoy the void, actually. You didn't enjoy. I did. It. Was did it very culty, it. though? It's a cult. That's that's why it's is happening. It? It's it's been decided by a cult. But this is kind of the classic way we look at the cult. Mm. I think the the cult is what's bringing about the end of days in some form. Right. And I I think our concept of cults. The reason I chose the void to start with on this one yeah. is because it's completely supernatural in nature. Yeah. It is wrong. Mm-hmm. They are against nature. They are working against the natural order of things. And there is actually a big giant elder god thing. Yeah. In a lot of strings. ways, Ben, if you think about it, they're actually right. Because because uh, as mad as what they're doing is, it actually turns out to be based on truth. Yeah, no, it's it's they're they're completely like in the right ballpark. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. Which makes which makes it not that cultish. In many ways. They're if anything, a, it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, there's just a group of people who have, have a shared across. interest. <laughs> and the shared interest, as it turns out, is based on fact. And everything they're doing is towards an end goal. A very bad end goal. It's a terrible end goal. It's very terrible. But not but, unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, real. Like, they haven't been misled by some charismatic lunatic who's taken all their money and disappeared at the end. No, they've been... L. Ron Hubbard. Sorry. <laughs> I got oh, a bit of, that's the end of us. <laughs> I got a bit of L. Ron. Oh, that's... <laughs> got a bit of L. Ron oh, in me there. so fucked. Um, yeah, but They not, will sue us. <laughs> yeah, they won't listen. It'll be fine. Um, they don't see themselves as a cult, so it's grand. Um... <laughs> They they won't think we're talking about them. They're a religion. We just won't put they're, that in the uh, hashtags. They're a legitimate religion, allegedly. allegedly. Anyway, so, yeah, but th- these guys in the void, not that cultish, actually right. Kind of on the money. Yeah, just bad blokes. I suppose the one thing that kind of spoiled it for me in terms of the void and spoilers mm. for the film, if you haven't seen it yet, so you can yes. pause here and yes, skip yes, the next yes, two yes, minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Bit too Hellraiser-y by the end for me. Hellraiser? Uh, Hellraiser isn't that culty, actually, now that you mention it. No, but the the character design and the mm. landscape was a bit Hellraiser-y for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a huge Clive Barker fan. Good satanic cult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cut across you, Ben, go on. and talk about the opposite. Off you go. Which is last year's Midsummer. Very nice. Starring, uh, starring Lady of the Moment Florence Pugh. She's quite popular. She's very popular at the moment. She's in mm. everything. Is She's a rising star. She is a rising star. You've pushed your mic. Pull it back. Pull it back. Pull it back. Stop messing. She's a rising star. She's, a, she's definitely a rising star, Ben. She's one. One interesting thing about her is she's she's very small and she's tiny. She's very small and she's not that thin. And she's a real normal-looking woman. I thought that was going to get us into serious trouble. No, there no. For a second, I'm, I'm just saying she's. Uh, yeah, she's a real normal person. Yeah, you can. She's see her a real down, person. You can see her walking down the street, just going doing her shopping, smoking a fag. Yep, Florence Pugh. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hadn't actually seen Midsummer Ben until the other day when I watched Midsummer because Florence Pugh was in it, and uh, 
It's a very good film. Have you seen Jack it? Jack Rayner's in it. Jack Rayner is in it. Not as Irish American actor Jack Rayner. I have seen it. It's a very disturbing film. And he plays the boyfriend who's a prick. I haven't seen it in a while. You saw it when it came out. Yes, I think I did. I think it was in the cinema. One thing of note about it as a horror film is it's very flipping long. It's it's very extended. It's like two and a half hours, which is a very long time for a horror film. One of the other super interesting things about the film, very bright for a horror film. Very, very bright. bright. Is it a horror film? If human nature is horror, yeah. Exactly, Ben. Oh, exactly. Are we going to lead on to that? But because I'm glad you got there first, Michael. Because it's, it, it is a horror film about a cult, but it's not a chanting in the dark, pointy hat cult. They might not be right. <laughs> it's, they're almost certainly not right. They're just people who, through charismatic leaders and... Although the funny thing about this is there isn't... Stop leaning on your microphone. You, when, you, when you lean on your microphone, you push it closer to me and then we have more echo and I'm then the listeners tired. are unhappy. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, there's, there isn't a charismatic leader figure in this. No. Basically, all of the cultists are in some way a little bit charismatic or the ones that we're allowed to meet. Yeah, because I'd say there's a couple of hidden cultists there that are pretty fucking weird. Pretty weird. Well, there's one guy who is definitely weird. Yeah, the guy who's the product of inbreeding. Oh, yeah. He, gonna, he is weird. We're going to go into spoilers straight away, Ben. Oh, are we? We're going to yeah. just... Yeah, just, we're just going to go to spoilers. Just stick on the old diving hats and go straight on in. Because we're talking about cults. Go on. But in this, yeah, always in daylight, yeah. they seem to be a fertility and life-based cult. That's what my cult is all about. Yeah. Mm. Fertility and life and... Yeah. Cycles and circles, and positive and cycles, and positive keeping everything and nice and healthy and happy and well, but also deeply, deeply insidious and murdery. Yes, it's it's in the classic Wicker Man style. Of it's yeah, but even more. Oh no, it's, it's very Wicker Manny. It is it very is Wicker Manny. Exceptionally pagany, wicking. Yeah, but by the end of it, you can see how they've sucked them all in. Oh yeah, because unlike say the Wicker Man, there isn't an antagonist in this who is somewhere here to investigate the cult. No, it's just a bunch of people who have unfortunately found their yeah. way to the wrong place. Yeah, and meet various sticky ends. Um, oh, some so, so oh, trees. Um, such seriously sticky ends. There's the one where he's kind of up in the forest. Oh no, I'm mixing that with no. Never mind. You're I'm thinking mixing of a that with film. the ritual. Never you're mind. Thinking, Sorry, I'm mixing together. A different film. Um, and then bloody, I suppose most telling of all is that um, massive spoilers. Florence Pug goes full native. She goes bloody uh, brainwash. By the end of it. 100% brainwash by the end. Because, Ben, apparently this whole thing is an allegory for, rather than really being about a cult, which is, it's definitely a cult, Ben. They're definitely a cult. They're definitely a cult. And Relentlessly Rachel will be happy to hear there's a little bit of weird sex going on. There's a on. serious, intense sex scene in that film. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Poor old Jack Rayner. Poor Jack. He gets really drugged. He gets super drugged. I Not okay. He is a dick. Hash, yeah, but he doesn't deserve that. Yeah, Michael. but he gets a real bad time of yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm right. Like, I'm going to reveal way too much of myself, so I'm going to move on from that topic. No, go on. No, 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 no. That'll get me in a lot of trouble. All right, then. Um, Tell me afterwards. He's he's a fucking dick. <laughs> he's a bit of a dick. He is. He's a bit of a dick. He's he, he's the opposite of a supportive boyfriend. He's just a selfish man. He's a selfish man. He's a selfish, self-centered and man. He doesn't have the heart to break up with this girl who he has no interest in anymore at all. At all. And what? he's in the middle of it. I think my favourite scene in that is like, but what if I change my mind? And his friend's like, you're not going to change your mind. Right. Which is a very damning indictment of uh, Florence Pug. Pug. But does he deserve to be drugged, uh, brainwashed, and then sewn into a bear and burned alive? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. You know who the real baddie in that is? 
your mysterious, sexy Swedish friend. My mysterious, sexy Just Swedish anyone's. Friend. Oh, okay. Anyone's yeah. mysterious, sexy Swedish friend who shows up and goes, Hey, guys, I'm always here for you. Do you want oh, You know that? Yeah. He's the real baddie. I, I think probably the Swedish tourism boy just went, Fuck. Not After good. that movie came out, not like, great. Oh. Not great for Sweden. <laughs> they said, <laughs> you know, this is not great for Sweden. <laughs> I mean, we said you could film here, but you know, we're not very impressed with what you've done for Sweden <laughs> with this film. <laughs> it was actually run by a bunch of Danish people. Like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> that finally. Um, bloody harrowing stuff, Michael. I Ben, funnily enough, didn't find it harrowing. Uh, okay, I like. It. <laughs> It was, it was. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, go on, sorry. Go on, go on, you go said allegory. Go on, give me the allegory. Well, well the whole thing. I love it, an allegory. It's a metaphor for breaking up, ending a, ending a toxic relationship. A relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, even the like finding him cheating on her, and but he's he's not the baddie either. It's through circumstance that they've both kind of fallen. They both end up being killed by a cult. Although she doesn't, she survives. I often, I often hate the part where I'm sewn into a bear. But Very if bad. it helps her move on, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, unless she uh, sets on fire. Do you know what the worst though is? Mm. If you wear a nice white shirt. Apparently, apparently the cliff jump. Oh yeah, where the old people have a where the old hole. people jump yeah. off the cliff and their faces explode, and then oh. one person gets killed with a medical grade lump hammer. Um, apparently, a real tradition. Yeah, it's a Norse thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that in other various things. I think it was in Vikings at one point. So this is the other thing where Midsummer is very different from the other cults. It's not an evil cult. It's just people with different beliefs who are bad. <laughs> who different, are terrible beliefs. Terrible, bad beliefs. Different, no, terrible beliefs. No good, bad blokes. They're not good Not bad. No, get out of there. Don't go there. But did you notice, for example, there's a, an awful scene where... Um, one of the cult members is uh, seducing Jack Rayner, but rather than like going up and laughing at his jokes, she uh, she ca- casts love magic on him. Yeah, ca- casual and love magic spell. Everyone's drinking their drink. Yeah, and everyone's drink is a bit yellowy, but his is a bit red. Mm. Oh, oh, it's a no. very particular kind of love magic. You know what she's put in there? Do you love me? <laughs> Are you playing your love games Very with bad. me? Yeah. Um, so yeah. don't go to Sweden is the message I got from that. Yeah, uh, I had to cancel my trip there. Um, my sexy Swedish friend did invite me. And I was like, <laughs> do you know what, Lars? You can get fucked. Get, get uh, fucked, Lars. <laughs> He's like, yes, that's part of the experience. <laughs> that is part of the experience. You might really enjoy it. Because yeah. uh, Swedish people and Dutch people are the same here. At the <laughs> <room>. <laughs> that's all we've got. Sorry, Sweden and Dutch. Moving on from there, same director. Bloody loves a cult. Bloody hereditary. Yeah, well, hereditary... I wasn't that impressed by Hereditary, Ben. I didn't think it was spectacular. It doesn't shock me, Michael. You have very high standards and you'd be right not to be all that impressed by it because it wasn't that impressive. It was... I mean, it was a bit of a good twist that... Aye, there was a twist. But unfortunately, I found it the same twist as um, There's a Ghost in My Bedroom 5. Yeah. I don't know what There's a Ghost in My Bedroom 5 has the twist for, but I'll agree. It turns out that it's witches. Oh, it's a pack of witches. Yeah, it turns out that it's it's, it turns out that it's a cult. The message I got from Hereditary is don't trust your mother in law. Yeah, never trust your mother in law. Or your own mother, apparently. Or just don't trust anyone's mother. Just don't trust mothers. Don't trust mothers here Mm -hmm. at the tiny room. Um yeah, it's a bit different, it's a bit more malevolent. Again, Mm -hmm. it's different, I suppose, in that we're going back towards the occult cults. Mm -hmm. The occults. Um Back to Satan. Back to Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Um, <laughs> we're going off the air yeah, between the Scientology this and the Hailing Satan we're done uh, YouTube's going to definitely block us um, but yeah so it's a supernatural cause again and mm-hmm. it's a bit creepy uh, look go on 
it was a small family drama. Weird stuff happens. There's dreams. He seems to have the thing for ugly people being bearers of the apocalypse. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that trope because the little girl in Hereditary is ugly as well. And I she's. Think, I think I said that when we reviewed Hereditary. Deformed I? a little that bit. I, yeah. Oh, you did. I you brought I'd... up the fact that disabled people or mentally ill people are are. Bad. Yeah, I didn't like that about it. I think that's what I. That's not that's good. That's what I didn't like about hereditary. It's not good. It seems to imply that you know, inbreeding and the like. What's well, not good? Not ideal. It's not inherently evil, Michael. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, well, the product of you, it is not you, inherently. You evil. work away there, Ben. I'm going to cut across you and talk about something, digging. something um, entirely different. But something that I think did it a little bit better, Michael, Go on. was bloody 2017's The Ritual, Michael. Go on. Now you and I, Michael. Mm-hmm. You and I. Yeah. Two great fans of Norse mythology are we. Oh, yeah. As you know. Mm-hmm. Thor. Yes. You and I are also two great fans of bloody bloody character development, Michael. Oh, yeah. Bloody character growth. Mm-hmm. And 2017's The Ritual is in a Norse forest. Yeah. And it's from a bunch of English lads. Why on holiday? Banter, 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 banter. Banter, banter, No, but it's not, it's not quite that bad. It's not the in-betweeners go to... Norway it's uh, more like yuppie London people go to uh, Norway oh bless and basically the central event of this and again spoilers for a movie that came out three years ago uh, the central event of this is the main character whose name escapes me unfortunately main character was with his best friend probably Chaza in a convenience store yeah and unfortunately yes there's a robbery yes his friend dies yes and he escapes due to his cowardice. He Classic. runs and hides. Coward's blood. And he uh, he comes down with the dose mm-hmm. of coward's blood. Yes. Okay. He runs off. And now, a year later on the anniversary of this little event, mm-hmm. um, him and all his friends are going into the forest. And all his friends kind of blame him because they know what happened because they saw the CCTV and the court appearance and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they're all kind of like, uh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also kind of like, uh, you can come along anyway. And they stumble across the Jotun cult. Yeah. And the Jotun cult worship one of Loki's children mm. that isn't commonly uh, seen. Hella. Uh, no, no. It's one that... It's it's another one I, I will show Fenrir. you. It's bloody horrific. Um, I, will, I will show you a picture, Michael, because it's well worth a look. But again, it's in the actual realistic cult thing okay. where they're not wrong. So they stumble across this ritual and they start being picked off one by one by this creature in the forest. Mm-hmm. And the creature in the forest kind of hunts bad memories. That's what it does. And it brings them out. It, it can warp reality in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes them experience it. Kind of like if you used fear to season your meat. Mm. Kind of that kind of classic way of doing it. Nom, 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 nom. Like you do it. You know, the way yeah, you, the way you season yeah. your meat. Um, and it's really interesting because it's in this really claustrophobic, dense atmosphere of the forest and they're slowly hunted down one by one and then we come across the cult and the cult worship him and as long as they worship him they're cowards that's what Classic the main cults, criteria yeah. of the cult is mm-hmm. that they're cowards and when they sacrifice people they get to live forever ah, in this forest because they're cowards because they're cowards they're afraid of death um, and Rafe Spall who plays Luke oh, yeah. is the character um, that I was trying to think of the name of he's a coward and he gets marked by the Oten cult as their new induction oh they'll have him um, and he has to decide whether he's going to save the gang or bloody fall in with the cult they'd probably fall in with the cult the prick no 
Oh, you spoiled it. He did. Well, I said there were full spoilers. <laughs> uh, that's what the creature looks like, though. Oh, good. The creature's bloody creepy. Oh, look at him. Look at him. He's a big kind of stag thing stag with an thing inverted with body. Tendrils. Uh, he's got some tendrils, some spines. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting. And the the kind of character development of him is he uh, says, fuck you to the cult, and he burns it all down. Oh, good luck. Um and that's kind of his character. The opposite he, of Florence he, Pug. He, he burns out his his coward's blood. Oh, yes, good. it is something of an inverse journey to Florence Pug, where she's all like, "Ah, yeah, ah, yeah. look, my my family's all gone. Yeah. I'll get this family. He's on fire. And, this prick. Uh, and this is uh, more of a. Uh, do you know what? Fuck you, pal. Ben. Yeah. Do you know who I think hates cults and cultish behavior? Who? Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, because we've had a bit of a pop culture, as you said, a bit of a pop culture explosion in recent years. We have, it's been huge. And one of the interesting things about the pop culture explosion is the kind of popularity, not necessarily the popularity of Charles Manson, but the popularity of talking about Charles Manson and making shows about Charles Manson and making movies about Charles Manson and... It was very big for a while. There's a little bit of romanticising of Charles Manson. And serial killers in general. And serial killers in general. But Charles Manson and his Especially. gang in particular. And initially, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the film with Brad Pitt and... and Leo DiCaps. Yeah, uh, seems to be heading down that route. Like when you see the trailer and stuff, you think it's going to be... Oh, glorify Charlie Manson. But for one thing, Charles himself is barely in it. Two minutes. Less, I think. I think he has two or three lines. Yeah. And I think Quentin cut some of it out. Specifically to, to avoid reduce. glorifying because in that film Ben we meet the cult and you know there are, there's some charismatic leaders and there's Brad some weird Pitt sex kind of rocks stuff around and, yeah but then and I think this is because Quentin Tarantino doesn't like cults they get absolutely shit canned at one hundo p they get absolutely mauled like, into up, a paste up until that point Mm-hmm. In the film. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino was unusually restrained. Yeah. And I remember sitting there going, wow, he's really turned a corner. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt gives a little whistle. Yeah. And oh, oh no, it's uh, the click, isn't it? It's, it's the click. He does a click and then the dog. And oh my days. Does he fuck them up? And he doesn't care be they women, be they men, be they whatever they be. I have never used, I have never seen a can of beans used to such effect. And yeah. Oh. And. I mean, you're you're watching that movie the whole time, thinking this is a tragic film about how a so cult, sad a cult ends the golden age of Hollywood. So sad, but it, no, it isn't. It's a real fuck you message to cults. And each member of that cult is shown to be such a weak individual, like yeah. such a cretinous such little a person, cowardly little horrible person, little shit. Like but I enjoy it. One of my one of my favorite bits is where they go to get your man. Yeah, you know. Okay, so to to set this up properly, Brad Pitt's visiting a ranch. Yeah, the ranch has been taken over by hippies. the cult. Yeah, hippie okay. cult. Yeah, he's been lured there by a sexy teen. By a sexy, sexy teen. Yeah, it worked on Or Kelly. It worked on Or Kelly. It always but does. If it was Or Kelly, she it would have been drenched does. in piss. It always does. And what happens is one of the guys who runs the cult one of the one of the big dogs around the mm-hmm. cult is off giving a horse riding horse riding lesson or some such lesson yeah. or some such and basically these guys try to kind of square up to Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt fucks one of them up he just mm-hmm. busts his nose no problem doesn't mm-hmm. break a sweat your man's having kind of a giggle he's like ha I stabbed your tire and Brad Pitt just fucks him up yeah. Brad Pitt's just like you're a weak piece of shit don't even come at me with that crap 
Don't even, mm. don't even, don't even come near me. Now, you could say that it is really Quentin Tarantino's battle of good old classic Hollywood masculinity oh, versus it is. cults. <laughs> and, you know, personally, Ben, I prefer good old classic Hollywood masculinity over cult behavior. I'm all for it. But there's another very interesting thing in that movie about cult-like thinking, Ben. Go on. And answer me the following question. Honestly, Ben. Oh, honestly. This is no. going to end badly no, for no, me. No, it won't. No, it won't. Just ask, answer me the following question. Honestly, Ben. Who do you think would win in a fight, Ben? <laughs> now, answer this honestly. Who do you think would win in a fight between Bruce Lee in his prime and me? You. Oh, thanks, Ben. Is that an honest answer? I genuinely think you would probably fuck Bruce Lee up. Ben, I, I think you'd grab his leg. I would crush him like an egg. Okay. I, I would crush Bruce Lee like an egg. He's a very small, very, very small actor who has no documented history of ever winning real fights. Stories, yes. Legends, yes. Oh. But no stories. So but that no, scene exists to undermine the, the legend of... I think so. I think that's what that scene is about. Because his daughter gave out. His daughter was not impressed. Daughter was not impressed. But terrible podcast. You've ever heard her? Podcast. I haven't. No, I haven't. But I mean, for one thing, her daughter didn't. His daughter didn't really know him, because yes, because he died so he young. died so young. And there are plenty of stories that he was a dick. Yeah. But he does have an air, even to this day, of charismatic personality, of being a charismatic, untouchable individual. Individual. And I think this is the thing from Quentin saying just because he was a charismatic, famous actor doesn't mean he actually was an untouchable fighter. Michael, did you start us on a martial arts cult thing and bring us full circle for the end of the podcast back to martial arts cult? I sometimes think, Ben. I sometimes think. Ah! A little fist bump for that. that. Well impressed. Sorry, go on. Yeah, but I mean... For one thing, I'm a little bit surprised that you picked me, to be honest, because I thought most people would jump to Bruce Lee. No, no, no. Logically speaking, Michael, mm-hmm. having seen you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pro- it's pr- Look, it's. <laughs> I've also learned, Michael, over time that usually I'm wrong about my assumptions of martial arts people due to the time that I, sometimes I spend time with people who actually understand martial arts. Well, I mean, even leave martial arts aside. The fact is that the vast majority of the world's population probably think that Bruce Lee would beat up let's say, Mike Tyson. I've seen Mike Tyson box. I know, I know. But, I mean, a lot of people would think that Bruce Lee would beat up Mike Tyson. A lot of people probably think that Bruce Lee could beat up John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) Which is impossible. Sorry, I may have scared a few viewers. He wouldn't even be able to see him. Uh, uh Uh Do you think you could win in a fight between you and... John Cena. John Cena. John Cena would be a lot harder than Bruce Lee. I think so. He's got a significant size advantage. I don't know how significant. How big is he in real life? I think he's six something. I know he's six something, but how heavy is he? Height isn't really that. Uh, I did a little John Cena work there. What's he about? Uh, one of the other things that, kilos? that you might enjoy, Michael, uh, is a whole critique of that era is uh, Good Times at the El Royale. Which Go on. Was a great little film with uh, our friend Chris Hemsworth as the bloody cult leader. He was oh, uh, yeah. the man. I, I missed bigger. that one. Such an enjoyable film, Michael. Cannot recommend enough. Really? Um, such an enjoyable thing. I saw it once upon a time when I was abroad, not in Hollywood. Huh. Um, very good film. Very enjoyable. John Cena, wait. In real weight, not a, not a, not Hollywood not, weight. Not his build weight. He's probably about 120 kilos, right? Something like that. Uh, he's 114 kilograms. 114 at his current weight. Uh, I'm about 96. 
That's sign. Oh, it's not that significant. See, is twenty kilos not a lot? Twenty kilos is a good amount, but it's not as enough much. Enough to cause a, problems, though. Enough to cause problems, but I mean, does he know how to fight, or is he an actor? Hmm. Mm. Think about it for a second. Probably has a high pain tolerance. Yeah, yeah. Given I his mean, time in the WWE, he's, he's an incredible performing athlete for sure. But does he does he know how to fight? I've never seen you touched in a fight. Maybe I'll just follow you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's See, and that's how you build a cult, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, who do you think would win in a fight between John Cena and Michael Leonard? My money's on Mick, probably. But oh, like, thanks, man. You changed your tune there a little he's bit. He's my thanks. co-host. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to him. He's also like what fifty. <laughs> Aren't Isn't you he? almost 50? I'm not, no, I'm not almost 50. I got you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, how do you feel about cults? What do we miss? Have you ever been in a cult? Mm. Um, have you ever <laughs> if so, do you need help? <laughs> do you need help? Blink twice. Why have they let you listen to this? Uh, <laughs> what what's, is going on? What's wrong? Um, ben, we completely forgot to talk about the Guilty Remnant, one of my favourite cults. Yeah, from The Leftovers. Yeah, we completely yeah, forgot to talk oh, about we'll them. Oh, we'll get to it. we do a part two. They were one, a good cult. I think cults would be more interesting. What scares you more, ladies and gentlemen, the bloody occult cults or yeah. the old uh, people the worst cults yeah. what, what really kind of gives, gives you the creeps because for me it's the people cults that's the, people the real cults question, are weird. those yeah. are real things they happen to real people nothing in midsummer couldn't happen in real life are you a bit jaded of the uh, current cult cult vibe in pop culture what's, I am I don't like it you? I, yeah, you've had stop, stop talking about Charles Manson you bastard your good lady friend's a big fan of Charles Manson of Charles Manson <laughs> <laughs> well I'm oh. going to have to go and have a word <laughs> Uh, that's it from us this week ladies and gentlemen if you were going to if you but do the listeners tell us anything else Ben quickly before we go uh, the, the, the listeners make any other suggestions oh yeah are there any other cults that we should be taking a look at are there any other topics we should be taking a look at have you had enough of us this week if you haven't there's another episode coming up this Wednesday it's our collecting issues podcast where we'll be taking a look at Marvels from Marvel by Alex Frost and Kurt Busiek um, is there anything else I'm missing there yeah you forgot to say what um what cults the listeners spoke about. For example, Dr. Cadwell oh, told yeah, us about... Oh, yeah, I forgot the, the Cadwells. Yeah, go on, you go on, you have it there. Dr. Cadwell told us that the, the, the cult from the Red Museum of the X-Files is one of his favourites. I don't remember it. Um, it's the one where it turns out a shadowy government organisation has been using alien DNA to, experience, uh, to experiment on the missing children from a town. Oh, that's not great. No, it's a bit creepy. Mm. Uh, Rachel has said basically anything about Dario Argento. Yes, so Suspiria. Yeah. I did a whole bunch of research on Suspiria. Now I have to change the thumbnail because the thumbnail had Suspiria in it. And we oh, don't well. talk about the Suspiria. Never mind. Glad, glad I covered it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week. If you have any other suggestions for us, please get in touch with us at shomrabeug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means Saturday Room in Irish. It does indeed. If you don't like the formality of old websites from the 1990s, you can check us out on the Square social space. medias. Instagram. It's Squarespace. It's not Squarespace. It is Squarespace. You cook. Um, 100% <laughs> you can, is Squarespace. You can check us out on the Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, um, at shomrabeug, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G. Um, in Irish if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts go on give us a review go on do it do it do it now um, and we'll love you forever and our lord and saviour um, some kind of monster will shine his light on you um, also if, if I'm not too to busy on, oh, <laughs> uh, also if you are listening to us on Spotify give us an follow. go on and share it everywhere you can if you're listening to us on the tube of you give us an like Give us a like. Just, just, just click the button. Click it. Do it. Do a share or something. Do it now. 
Um, that's it from us this week, ladies and gentlemen. As I said before, if you haven't had enough of us, we'll be here on Wednesday with collecting issues. Go on, talk to you then. All Bye. Right. Bye. Um, we're in a cult.